I'm your host, John Frashante, back with another episode of First Team Podcast. Visit our website, firstteampod.com. For all the latest news on lower division soccer, which features a blog and an archive of all of our latest episodes. The website is firstteampod.com. The website is firstteampod.com. Thank you, John, for uh, you know supporting us. And I think you're doing it, even though you're a young man, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very young man, to be sure. You know, I think I told you this. Um, I'm very, very proud of everything you have accomplished. Thank you. On this week's episode, I am joined by National Independent Soccer Association Commissioner John Pruch. And John Pruch joins the show to provide a league update ahead of the start of the spring campaign in NISA, which will kick off next Tuesday, April 13th, with the NISA Legends Cup. NISA will welcome fans back to stadiums, starting with the Legends Cup tournament. Uh, What protocols will the league and members club take to protect the health of players, coaches, and supporters in attendance? So what we're doing is, um, as you know, in the fall, we had a very strict protocol for a tournament in in Detroit. Uh, That protocol, um, return to play protocol, and and by the way, we also did it for the Independent Cup last summer, uh, continues in place. And uh, so what we're doing is, in effect, you know, in a bubble uh, for our nine clubs and and staff. And so uh, in Chattanooga. And then we are going to be, um, and any guests that come in, you know, VIP guests or media guests, will be um, subject to um, negative testing, um, uh, and and e- even if they've been uh, vaccinated, John. By the way, are you going to participate in media day? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Were you? Did you participate in Detroit in the fall? Yeah, via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's uh I, I think the the number of uh media outlets has uh, grown significantly and I think there are actually going to be some in person uh in Chattanooga. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And um being sports, talking about media, being sports they are returning as the NISA's uh, broadcast partner. Uh can you provide any details? Uh will members clubs will they receive a fee for appearing on national T V? So the way the the way it works is um, we are doing with Bean a um, um, the tournament in the spring with Chattanooga. Uh, I think it's all but three game matches are um, are broadcast live through Bean, and then we're doing a game of the week for the spring season, and then the championship weekend is being televised by uh, Bean. Um, we're fairly early in our relationship with being being and so uh, we're still working through that relationship and how that's going to work and the impact on our member clubs going forward um, but we're very excited to have them we had um, some rather significant viewership in the fall uh, being was very pleased with the league the quality of play 
the quality of the the uh, marketing that we did and so it was an easy uh, decision for both them and us to bring them back for the spring. And can you provide an update on NISA Nation? Uh, because I believe I saw that it was set to kick off this spring. So what we did is mm-hmm. we're working closely with our affiliates. As, as you know, John, mm-hmm. we have a, yeah. a number of affiliates across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, another one's getting ready to be announced here uh, within the next few days. Um, and we are working with them um, to promote uh, NISA Nation. So we made a strategic decision to hold off until the fall. Um, and you'll be seeing an announcement sometime in the next couple of weeks about our first couple of regions um, that have been filled out that will be playing in the fall for NISA Nation. Uh, and in most cases, it is going to be tied directly to our affiliates. And according to multiple reports, uh, Stumptown AC, they are currently being propped up by the league. Uh, Are there any current talks with possible local ownership groups? So uh, those reports are correct. Mm -hmm. Um, The pandemic really hit the ownership group hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, We uh, tried uh, to work within that uh, existing structure and it just didn't come together. So we believe in that market, that Matthews market, we think deserves a an independent professional club. And so uh, we pulled together a management team, as you know, of uh, Fred Mathis and Kerry Taylor and, Ra- and Rada uh, Underwood. Uh, and they're doing a great job. Um, and with the, the goal of being successful on and off the pitch um, this spring and, and uh, maybe attracting an investor or two. And to answer your question directly, yes, we are in some initial conversations with potential investors. I'm cautiously optimistic that, you know, Stumptown's here for the long term. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you can confirm this for me, but uh, I was told uh, that 1904 FC, uh, they have received uh, some financial support from the league. Uh, but can you please confirm or deny that for me right now? Yeah, and uh, the first thing I'll tell you is that mm-hmm. any any financial relationships that mm-hmm. exist between NISA and its member clubs mm-hmm. is highly confidential. Okay. Um, I will tell you that 1904 is is well funded. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they took the fall off due to the pandemic, but mm-hmm. um, I think uh, I think they're going to surprise some people this this spring. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fans they always want to learn about upcoming expansion clubs. Uh, is there mm-hmm. anything you can share on that front? So you know everything's uh, every uh, every. <laughs> Uh, timing is everything in life, right, John? Yeah, so yeah. we have over the next 30 days, I think you're going to see um, three to four clubs uh, that will be announcing their application to NISA. Um, and this is a, a coordinated event between the league and the club. Um, they want to uh, take advantage in some cases of the tournament and the Legends Cup in Chattanooga. And in other cases, they're just trying to get their ducks in a row relative to some marketing or some, um, you know, developing logos or whatever it may be, branding. Um, And so, but uh, nothing to say today, but I think you'll be very pleased to see some of the stuff that's happening in the near term. And uh, on the NISA website, uh, they have on the menu bar on the list of clubs, you guys have Mm -hmm. Providence and uh, Atlanta, and they are still listed as possible expansion cities. Is there still interest in those markets, and will they join the league uh, in the coming seasons? Uh, The answer is yes on both. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Atlanta is in the process of 
uh, finalizing and developing their stadium. Um, and uh, so when that is complete, they will make a return. Uh, and uh, Providence, uh, we're making good pro- progress on. Uh, so yes, we anticipate sometime in the next year and a half or so that both of clubs will be back on the pitch. And uh, I don't know how much you can talk about uh, this topic regarding the New York Cosmos, uh, but I have a couple of questions and I hope you can answer them uh, to the best of your ability because there are Cosmos fans out there that are currently not receiving an update from club ownership and the league has been silent uh, on this matter. Uh, The first question is, are the Cosmos still a member of NISA? Uh, They are, and and maybe I can short circuit a couple of your questions. Um, I I would tell you, John, it's not as... The league's not in a position to speak on behalf of its member clubs, but I will tell you that the Cosmos um, are uh, an active member uh, of the league um, and will continue to be. Uh, We anticipate that at the appropriate time, uh, they'll be back on the pitch, and um, maybe that could be as soon as fall. Um, But uh, they are working through uh, some stuff, um, and... Listen, I hear this question a lot, right? I mean, there are fans all over the country and all over the world that want to know when the Cosmos are coming back. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they do come back, um, you guys will be uh, the first to find out. But it will be, but yeah. they are an active member of the league and are still committed to the league. Yeah, and um, I have a question on uh, when a club goes on hiatus because I try to ask a lot of people around the league what that actually means. So you're the commissioner, right? Uh, so when a professional club in NISA goes on hiatus, do they still have to pay, uh, I guess, that six-figure fee every single year? Is there an inactive fee? So, um, you know, and again, the relationship that we have with our clubs is, yeah. is confidential, but... I will tell you that um, an active member continues to pay fees to okay. the league. Mm-hmm. So when you say active member, right? So a club that says that they are on hiatus, not sure when they're going to come back, and the Cosmos are still a member of NISA, so you would class them uh-huh. as an active member? Active, Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And lastly here, uh, what is your message uh, to NISA supporters ahead of the upcoming campaign? Well, if you're in and around Chattanooga, yeah. buy some tickets. Um, yeah. yeah. It's by the way, it's going to be fun having uh, some fans. I mean, it's going to be very limited, but having some fans in the stands. It's been a long year for everybody, not just in Nisa, but everybody in this country. And getting back to the the pitch and having maybe a little bit of normalcy with some fans in the stands, I think is going to be very exciting. So I would encourage people to buy a ticket. Um, and then for the fans that aren't around there, uh, I would say watch on BN. I think you're going to be very pleased. And then uh, for the balance of the spring season, uh, I would, if your community will allow fans, please go out and buy some tickets. Enjoy it. Enjoy the evening. And then our championship in Detroit. Get ready. This is going to be a big event. Um, Detroit is Detroit City, the club, is pretty excited about putting this on, um, and so uh, it'll be a it'll be a fun weekend. And what a weekend, huh? July third, and be the uh, the night before the Fourth of July. Thanks to John Pruch. 
for joining me on this week's episode. And I want to thank him for answering all of my questions as well. Uh, He answered them, I guess, as honestly as possible, which is uh, all I can expect uh, from the NISA commissioner. The first thing is that he mentioned that the league is interested in the Atlanta market. And he said that uh, Atlanta, they are in the process of finalizing and developing their stadium. And when that is complete, they will make a return And I'm not sure if fans are aware, but uh, before Atlanta United FC in Major League Soccer, there used to be a club in the modern-day NASL called the Atlanta Silverbacks. They played in a stadium called Silverbacks Park, I believe, and it was a smaller soccer-specific stadium. But when someone tells me, hey, You follow lower division soccer, what kind of stadiums, what kind of clubs are we talking about? And that was a typical stadium. If I was to envision lower division soccer in the United States, that would be a typical stadium, right? Silverbacks Park uh, playing in the NASL, the Atlanta Silverbacks playing in a smaller soccer specific stadium. And uh, in NISA, they had an Atlanta team, uh, but it seems like that didn't work out uh, too much. Uh, But John Peru. He did confirm on this week's episode uh, that Atlanta is in the process of finalizing and developing their own stadium. And once that is complete, they will make a return. So I think that's great for a lot of fans in the Atlanta region, in that area, that don't like, um, I guess, Major League Soccer, that don't like uh, Atlanta United, because there are fans out there that don't like these massive stadiums, that want to support something that's, I guess, more close to the action, that's more grassroots, and uh, that's something that I enjoyed with the New York Cosmos. Um, and moving on, talking about the New York Cosmos, John Pruch, he did confirm that the Cosmos are an active member of NISA and that uh, they anticipate that at the appropriate time they will be back on the pitch that's the New York Cosmos maybe that could be as soon as this fall they are working through some stuff and that is according to John Pruch so I think that's very interesting right as a Cosmo supporter, and I know a lot of fans on social media were giving me hate uh, because uh, I tweeted out an article from an Italian media outlet, and I just gave my thoughts on the current situation with the New York Cosmos. And it does feel like all doom and gloom in Cosmos country, but if the Cosmos were to come back in the fall, uh, I know that will be a big ask because the Cosmos don't have a coaching staff, they don't have a roster, they don't have a front office staff. So there's a lot of investment uh, that needs to go into the club if the Cosmos and if Rocco B. Camiso wants to see them on the field in the fall in Nisa. So... I would love to see it, uh, but I'm not sure, right? And I think everything that John Pruch says, he's the main spokesperson for the National Independent Soccer Association. So him coming on First Team Podcast, he is the commissioner, right? So he wants positive press. He wants good things said about his league. And I'm the person here. I'm the host of First Team Podcast, and I'm giving you my unbiased opinion. Of course, I do support the Cosmos. I do want to see the Cosmos back in Nisa, but I'm giving you my thoughts, my opinions since covering lower division soccer since 2014. John Pruch said that uh, he believes that um, you are going to see three to four clubs 
that will be announcing their applications to NISA. Those comments from the commissioner are great, and I think fans of the league will be delighted about the progress of the league. But I want to point out, and I want to note one thing, that the league has to prioritize the best ownership groups for the current league setup. It shouldn't be about the exact numbers. And I know Nisa has to get to a certain number of clubs by a certain year to still retain and to still have their uh, sanctioning from the U.S. Soccer Federation. I know fans want to see more clubs and a more competitive league, and the league as a business has to add more clubs so they can continue to collect that six-figure fee. But if we just remember back to the modern-day North American Soccer League, the modern-day NASL. Each year, they had expansion clubs, some with very exciting and innovative plans, such as a brand new stadium or to be the next big thing in their market. But that didn't pan out. And those member clubs from the NASL, if they wanted to continue to play at the highest level in professional soccer in the United States, they decided to jump ship and to join another league. That can happen with NISA. First Team Podcast, we did report that Michigan Stars are considering a move to the USL Championship. When I have spoken uh, with professional soccer players in the past, uh, they have the same understanding that the Stars might possibly uh, be heading to the USL Championship. That's just one club. But that shows that a select amount of clubs, a select amount of member clubs, might not be happy about the direction of the league, or those clubs might have more ambition. As stakeholders of the game at the lower division level, we just can't accept the status quo and remain content because if we are, clubs and leagues will continue to go out of business and there will be competition out there that will definitely replace those clubs and those leagues. I guess that's just the free and the open market in the United States. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of First Team Podcast. There is plenty of content on the way with our second episode of the week, which is First Team Podcast Extra Time with Kiesel Broom with former professional soccer player Kiesel Broom, which is released weekly on Thursdays. Lastly, keep it locked at firstteampod.com. That is firstteampod.com. That is the one-stop shop for everything on lower division soccer.